Welcome to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Latibadere Jr. with my co-host, Emilio Porter. Emilio, what's going on today, man? Man, another beautiful day. Another beautiful day. We keep on doing what we love to do, and that's this podcast, man. Educated Hustle. Always a great time. Always. Yeah, and I, I kind of wanted to give the, the listeners a little bit of what I was doing before this podcast. So I was kind of getting ready. Uh, put the music on, you know, put my put my Bluetooth speakers up and uh, listen to some Logic, uh, you know, his last album. Classic. Yeah. Um, City of Stars really gets me, man. It's It's been in my head for a while. I don't know. Something about the theme, the beat really gets me kind of going. But yeah, I just like to, I, I like to I like to listen to music, you know, to get me ready for this podcast. Shoot, who doesn't, man? I, I, on that Logic album, I'm a big fan of Young Jesus. That song always, always gets me. And if you don't know about Logic, I, if you are a hip-hop rap person, I please, do yourself a favor. Get Logic's first and second album, classics in their own right, please. So I'm just going to end it at that. That's it. Yeah, man. A, a young rapper doing this thing uh, kind of embodies what we really like as far as musicians mm-hmm. and guests. Uh, he's he's out there grinding, and he's also pretty humble as far as just um, keeping it to, keeping in his own, and uh, not really on the social media trying to get famous. But he's really trying to get mm-hmm. you into his music and really get you into his vibe. Yeah, and he's a really intelligent person, really really intelligent. Just the stuff that he says and thinks about is, if you were on the weird tip like me, because I'm a weird person, I can openly say that <laughs> Logic is right there with you. He is like. I mean, just look in, look up and read up into the guy. I, I saw a video today on Facebook, and I, I think my co-host saw it too, but when he got his first big rapper paycheck, the first place he went to to spend all that glorious money was Taco, Taco Bell. Taco Bell, yeah, I saw that. That was hilarious. I was like, <laughs> wow, you know, that's a, that's a logic thing to do. Is You know, that I think that's enough said about him right there. That's, that's, that's the type of guy that he is. So, you making uh, all that bread, you still, get, you still looking at tacos from Taco Bell, man. Want that case of Lupa <laughs> extra thick? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but I mean, good stuff, good stuff. And I think you know when we get into this podcast today, this interview today, um, it, it, this one really goes out to the people who are kind of hustling on social media, doing their own music thing, uh, but maybe haven't got to the popularity status that they are at yet. But you know, they're still grinding, they're still making songs, they're still getting show opportunities. Um, our guest today, uh, Ed Wimp, he is a you know music savant man. He he grew up around the music game at a young age. His mother, he was he said in the interview was really a big influence on how he got started. And he really goes into talking about getting into the music industry and, and learning about the different ways to really make money and be successful in the industry other and it, it doesn't even have to be regular songs or regular cds he he talks a little bit about you know other ways to make money it's crazy the knowledge that he drops about you know the, the streams of revenue that he creates for his clients yeah it's really very very thorough stuff and you know you're gonna get tired of hearing it but w- when we say it's crazy and it's legit we really do mean it because we only want to give you the best content that you guys are going to grow from and we could say without a doubt ed wimp is such an impressive person and we are very thankful and humble that he even took the time out to talk to us but yeah a lot of gems if you are in the music industry and you're trying to build some revenue be on the lookout for his upcoming book building fame the 18 streams 
I wish I knew more of the title, but that's all I got <laughs> off the top of my head. But he says in the podcast, arrest. I just know the beginning part. But yeah, definitely a great, 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 great interview. Definitely, definitely. And and another thing about um, Ed Wimp is he's not just doing music, man. He's doing music, law, blogging, you know, whatever you name it. He, he's doing speaking engagements at colleges. He's really got his hands in a, in a bunch of different pots. It really goes out to saying that you don't you you can't just sit there and and be worried about you know getting your one business started. There's this guy he's doing multiple things and he's only 26 and it, and he's yep. out there just doing multiple things at once and really getting his dream going. All it really just takes is is some energy and some effort and and the rest is history. We are here today with Ed Wimp. He is a speaker, author, artist manager, musician, a jack of all trades, pretty much. Yep. And um, also, is, you're pursuing your law degree right now, right? Yes, I am. All right, that's awesome, man. I, I mean, I, you got so many things on your plate. How do you how do you balance that? <laughs> you know, people ask me that a lot. Um, you know, I just kind of work on things when I can. You know, I you know, law school is a, a big priority right now, so I spend a lot of time doing that, and I and I kind of fit other things in when I'm not doing doing law school. So it's tough. It's not easy, you know, but but I make it work. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you keep your calendar packed. Yeah, he's making it work. That resume list of achievements must just be mind-boggling. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Gotcha. Well, hey, I just wanted you to kind of open up. Um, tell the listeners about yourself and, and what, what you've done. I know we spoke a little bit of, about it, but uh, kind of go into detail of what you do and what you focus sure. on. My name is Ed Wimp, and um, I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I was born and raised there, um, and I moved down to Orlando, Florida um, in about 2012, and you know, just just recently, I've been you know doing tour management for for several artists, doing artist management. Recently, gotten into speaking. You know, and I go around to different colleges and organizations, and you know, speak about the entertainment industry um, and how how to uh, <clears throat> make a, a living. You know, as a musician and also as a manager or really any you know any kind of you know career in the, in the entertainment industry. Um, I've recently written a book. You know, as well. So. Um, I'm going to be releasing that shortly and, and touring around to different schools speaking to, to promote that book. So, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a busy, you know, fun journey. For sure. That sounds like a great journey. Um, I know you mentioned you were going to release a book. Could you just name drop what the book is called and how we can get it to our listeners out there? Yeah, it's, it's called building fam, fam, building fans, fame and wealth, the 18 revenue streams of music. Um, basically in this book, I talk about 18 different ways that you can make money as a musician or how if you're an artist manager you can encourage your artist to uh to make money in these different ways because you know generally you know people kind of as musicians people think okay i want to make money i'm going to play either a show or sell cds you know they have a very limited scope of all the different you know channels you can make money but you can also make money through music licensing through merchandising through publishing and, and all these other things um, and I'm going to be releasing this book um, on my website and also on Amazon. And I believe that you'll be able to order it um, at your local, like Barnes and Noble and stuff like that, too. Okay. Wow. That's good. That's good. Um, so, yeah, with all those things and you even found time to even write a book, that's that's pretty crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, I, w- I was hammering away over my uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm in law school. So over the winter break, I was, you know, that was my chance. <laughs> gotcha. So I was just working on it. And since then, I've just been going back and forth in the editing process. I'm sure that's not a big deal either because, I mean, law school, they make you write papers and stuff like that. So oh yeah, you might as yeah, well just a write a book while you're at it. And it's relieving. You know, it's cool to write about something that you, you enjoy instead of writing about, you know, different cases and stuff, you know. Yeah, that's kind of cool that you were able to kind of leeway all of that from your law side to be actually make your book yeah. and get some, you know, help out with a topic that I know a lot of people wonder about at the same time, earn your due while in law school. So that's amazing myself to hear that. Um, the next thing I wanted to bring up is the uh, what's your most rewarding venture thus far? Wow. Um, my most rewarding venture? Yeah, anything from your music. He's got a long list. That's why he's just like scanning like, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, you know, starting my own business was probably, you know, the most rewarding. You know, it wasn't by any means, you know, the coolest thing I've ever done, you know, and, and but, you know, but it was just it was, you know, kind of rewarding just to be able to call something my own, you know, so I can do a lot. I have a business called Wimp Entertainment. And under that umbrella, you know, I've released my book, you know, I can speak, I can, you know, do other things under that umbrella. So it was kind of cool to be able to be my own boss and, and, and have a, you know, a platform to, you know, release my own content. But, uh, but I mean, other than that, I mean, the most fun stuff I've done, you know, obviously being on the road, you know, it's just, it's just a, a bunch of fun and, you know, you get a lot of good practical real life experience, uh, a lot of management experience. So I would say those two things are, you know most rewarding wow that's a lot of deep knowledge right there i like hearing every word of that especially you putting your business out there and up front i know that there's a lot of aspiring business owners and even ones that do own their business now you have a lot of success it seems like and i just want to kind of pick your mind of what would you tell just aspiring business owners or business owners in general that aren't seeing that success to kind of help them keep going and push it through i would say you know don't be afraid to um I mean, obviously the cliche thing that, you know, I'm definitely going to say is don't, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, but, you know, looking at a little bit further, don't be afraid to kind of, you know, step back and, you know, if something's not working, step back from it and reevaluate exactly what you're doing. That's kind of what I did with my business. You know, I, I started some certain, I started certain things with my business that, you know, I just wasn't completely, you know, at first it seemed like a good idea, but then, you know, as time went on, I just kind of stepped back and kind of like rerouted my whole approach. And I think a lot of people are afraid to reroute, you know, their attack plan or their, the, you know, the way that they want to go about their business because they're afraid of losing what they've already worked so hard to to get. Whereas nothing wrong with you know, wiping the slate clean and just starting over with a new plan, uh, whether that be new revenue streams or a different way of getting the revenue streams. I would say, you know, the people where it's not quite working for them, don't be afraid to just step back and reevaluate and, and reinvent, you know, reinvent your business. I know you had talked a little bit about, you know, the fun, uh, the fun stuff that happened while you're on the road. Is it kind of like what everybody kind of imagines where, you know, people are, you know, having a good time with musicians, crazy parties, things like that? It's gotta be. Or, or what, what's the, what's, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I'm thinking in my head. What, what's, what's really um, going on on a, on a tour? Well, it's funny. I, I was actually speaking yesterday and somebody asked this exact question and, um, I'm sure you get and they were convinced they were, yeah, they were convinced that, uh, that it's crazy all the time, but you know, really it's not, you know, I mean, there's definitely crazy times, but you know, we're all, you know, just people. And, you know, after a long day, you're tired, you get on the bus and, you know, you read a book, you know, and it's, you know, people think that, you know, there's a bunch of females on the bus and everyone's doing drugs and drinking and stuff, but it's not really necessarily the case. You know, it's sometimes very chill, you know, very quiet. 
because um, everyone needs downtime, you know. There's definitely opportunity for craziness, but it's not it's not nearly as crazy as people think it is. So what you're saying is your favorite rapper, when he's done performing off a amazing concert, they go into the tour bus, snuggle up, get that book out with that monocle and just say, you know what, I'm about to read about my real estate right now. <laughs> well, hey, I'm not I'm not necessarily saying that, you know, I mean, they might go out and and party afterwards but but that's not always the case and sometimes you know you do get on the bus and you just go to sleep you know and read a book because you know a lot of times after when you're on the road a lot of times um you know you'll you'll get after the show you'll get on the bus and go to the next city you know so a lot of times we don't even stay in the same city after we uh, play a show there okay you know so i mean so sometimes you know you do just kind of you know you do a show you have a meet and greet afterwards and then Get on the bus and, and go to the next city and just and just kind of chill. Watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really relax and drink some hot cocoa with some marshmallows. <laughs> that's the best way to do it, though. That's how you that's how you tour in style. Yeah. And I actually kind of want to stick yeah. on the subject. And since you mentioned what artists usually do after um, they perform, I wanted to kind of ask, which artists have you worked with has impacted you the most? And if you could please explain just how they've impacted you. Sure. I mean, I can start out. I mean, easily, um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. You know, that was my first. Um, you know, I, I that was my first like major, you know, act that I toured with, and um, and those guys are just so like so professional. You know, every day, you know, the, it's the same schedule every day. You know, they're at the venue at 4 p.m. You know, for an 8 o'clock p.m. show. They do everything right. It's very organized. You know, there's no um, last minute getting to the to, to the show and, you know, worrying about if we're going to be on stage on time. You know, it's just extremely, extremely organized. Plus, I mean, like those guys, like it's like a family, you know. So uh, in, in addition to working with these people, you know, it's like you build, you know, like family bonds with them. So it's definitely a, a very cool organization to, to be a part of. Yeah, that's that's. So I, I would say cool. they impact me the most. Taking it old yeah. school, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I actually saw them on New Year's Eve. They were in Miami, um, performing. With oh Pitbull. yeah, yeah. I was out yeah. there. It was it was a good time. Um, they yeah, all the oldies. Um, oh yeah. So it was good. Uh, and I actually wanted to to go into how do you, you know get into an industry like that? I mean, I, it's is it a lot of networking connections or, or do you do yeah. stuff out there? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean. I can tell you how I did it. I mean, you know, I, I grew up playing music. My mom's a singer. So I grew up, you know, her singing on the road with her as well. Um, but we actually knew, my mom knew the, um, one of the uh, tour managers for Earth, Wind, Fire back when, like, since, like, I was in high school. So when I got out of, when I graduated college in 2012, you know, I didn't know quite what I wanted to, what I wanted to do. You know, I knew that I liked music. Um and so I hit up this guy and I said, you know, hey, would it be cool if I, you know, just came out to one show, you know, and, and just kind of got there at noon and, and just see what you do for a whole day, you know. And, um, and he said, sure. And I ended up going and uh, I worked well with the organization for that one day that I was basically just like shadowing, you know. And, and uh, then he asked me on the rest of that tour with him and the, and the band. So that's kind of how I got into it. You know, it's just I just, you know, just knew the right person. And I just, you know, I really just kind of fell into it. So, you know, but yeah, definitely networking. It's all on who you know. See, that's the way to do it. And I, I was here thinking that after the reading answer, it was through a book club. <laughs> so your answer was a lot more of a thorough process. But um, what I really gained from that answer was it seems like you kind of been around the music industry since a young age. I know you mentioned you were singing with your mom. So yeah. It's a deep question, and I want you to tackle it any way you kind of can. But okay. in your opinion, what is the biggest 
misconception the general public has about the music industry as a whole? Biggest misconception, I think, as the music industry, uh, I think the biggest misconception is that it's, uh, you know, it's not a real job and that every, you know, artist that, you know, makes it, has it easy, that they, you know, love life all the time, that everything is, you know, perfect. Um, Because that's not how it, I mean, that's not how it is at all. It's not an easy career. You know, you're away from um, your family all the time. You know, I mean, a lot of these guys have really a really hard time because they don't see their kids. You know, they see their kids, you know, like once every few months, um, you know, their their wives are mad at them because they're always gone. And then a lot of a lot of touring is like it's not that glamorous. You know, it's not, you know, always the the you know, the the bright lights and the stages. You know, a lot of it is sitting on a little bus or being on an airplane or being in a dingy backstage green room. You know, it's it's not nearly, nearly, nearly as as glamorous as it seems. Um, with that said, by my book on being a musician, but, <laughs> but <laughs> gotta throw the plug gotta in that plug right there. <laughs> that was the train plug too. Like, by the way, it's coming out. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say, you know, it's, it, it's a job just like everything else. Just like if you're an accountant, you know, there's going to be things you don't like about that job. You know, it's the same thing as if you're a musician, it's not all great. There's going to be things that you don't like about it and you're not going to want to do it forever. That's true. And then I also wanted to get into your your speaking engagements because I know you do a lot of uh, speakings to 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 college students. Um, what do you usually you know talk about during these uh, speaking engagements? How do you kind of get people in college motivated? Sure, that's a, that's a good question. You know, it it kind of depends. Uh, it depends on who I'm speaking to exactly. You know, I, sometimes I'll give a, a large overview of the music industry and talk about all sorts of things like licensing and and stuff like that. And, um, and I usually give, you know, a lot of these speeches I give to, you know, students in music departments at colleges, because I feel as though, you know, if you major in, let's say you play trumpet, right. And you, you go to college and you major in playing trumpet, they're going to teach you how to be an amazing trumpet player, but they're not going to show you how to make a living playing trumpet. You know, you'll be the best trumpet player in your town, in your city. But there's a lot more that goes into making a career as a trumpet player than just being good. You know, you have to be able to market yourself. You have to be able to, you know, figure out other revenue streams, license, make music and license it. I even talk about teaching music lessons, how you can optimize your career in that. There, there's a lot of, uh, so usually when I speak, you know, I speak to music students that, you know, already have the talent, but they just need to figure out how to exploit their own talent. That's typically what I speak about. But I'm actually doing <laughs> this, 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 uh, I think next Friday, I've actually been asked mm-hmm. to be on a, uh, a relationship panel. So they're going to be talking about, talking with me, like asking me questions about relationships. Oh, yeah, I so saw that. Kind of, you saw that? <laughs> yeah, I was going yeah. to mention it as a, as a side. Relationship, he got it all on the resume. Yeah. No, but no, but I don't even know anything about that. You can ask my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I, but I think, know, that's a good plug right there. Train about I did it wrong. I no, but I mean, you could probably speak to, you know, what hasn't worked, right? <laughs> right, exactly. You know, I mean, it's, it's uh, I think they want all perspectives. So I think that's why they asked me to do it. <laughs> But you're going to be the guy at the end where it's like, by the way, don't end up like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I I have a girlfriend now, so I think I'm back on, on the right track. Okay. okay. I have one now, and it's okay. working, so I think I'm back on the right track. But, but, uh, but yeah, I'm definitely no expert, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that, oh that's great. Before we got into the relationship panel stuff, I, I really liked about your answer that you are you seem to be a, very much about getting young people really just out there and focusing on their passion, whether it's the music industry or not. And I kind of just want to ask, I know writing your book, you, you really want to help people. So what is your ultimate hope that you want the public to gain from reading your upcoming book? Um, I just want to open people's, you know, eyes to, uh, cause you know, I work a lot with musicians out here in, in Orlando, which is where I live. Um, and I do a lot of consulting and, you know, I, I just think that people are so limited in their approach. You know, a lot of artists, you know, have great music, but they think that they need to either be playing shows or selling CDs to make money which I think is kind of a limited, they need to be doing that as well. But I think that there's a lot more out there that they could be doing. And they also have a very, a lot of people have an attitude like they need somebody to come in and change their career for them. When, if they just read my book, they'll have the tools to change their own career, to manage themselves until they, you know, get a real manager. Um, so that, that's what I hope. I hope just to open people's minds and uh, allow them to have just more perspective on, on all the ways you can make money in music. I know you got the book coming out, um, and I know you know our listeners are going to go out and get it. You know the ones who are striving to be musicians and have a music career. But if you could drop maybe like a one nugget out of there that can kind of you know open up some musicians' eyes about a revenue stream that they weren't thinking about, uh, sure. what would you say? What would you say is the number one thing other than CDs and things like that? Sure, I think you know a great revenue stream uh, endorsements. What you can do a lot of which, which you know, people aren't exploiting at all. What you can do if you have a solid Instagram following or a solid Twitter or Facebook following, what you can do is you can contact some of these companies, some of these clothing lines that are maybe local to your town, to your city, and you know, and offer to you know promote their brand on your on your Instagram channel for, you know, I don't know, a hundred bucks a month. You know, charge them a hundred bucks a month to promote uh, their brand on your channel. And if you can get you know five or six brands that are willing to do that. You know, that's six, five, 600 bucks a month just from endorsements, not to mention the other money you're making on top of that. You know, so, I mean, that's, that's just kind of one, uh, one nugget from the book that I think a lot of artists aren't really, aren't really using. They're not using their, um, their popularity to, you know, turn it into money. Man, I hope y'all have your notebooks out. Uh, if, if y'all got the iPhone, get Siri voice memo, write this in, because that's that's a gem right there. That's Jules right there. I had no idea about that. And I'm not even in the music industry. Not that. And he's out here just giving it for free on this podcast. You gotta, uh, Macy wants to know what the book has, because he, he said you, you had 18. 18, book, right? yeah. 18 ways. 18. 18. And yeah. there's still 17 left. There's, there's 17 left. more. There's 17 more of those. What? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> this man just gave y'all the, the whole cow. You ain't even asked for the whole cow. He gave you the whole cow. Oh, my God. I'm about to drop the plug again. Building fame, fans, fame, and wealth. The 18 revenue yep. streams of music by Ed Wimp. Yep. Go get it. <laughs> Please drop it. Please. He just gave us one, and I'm just like, damn, my life changed. I'm not even going to scream. My life changed. Oh, man. Ed, you seem like such a progressive forward thinker, which I am so glad to see because, you know, young people, we, we need more progressive thinkers. So I just kind of want to ask as just like a, a future even, you know, ambition for you, you're going to get your law degree. So what are your plans to use the law degree and how you're going to kind of incorporate that with the music industry as well? Well, I mean, the reason I wanted to get the degree is because it's so often 
um, that I'll be in meetings or, or on the road or something that, you know, it's almost weekly or, or more than once a week that people say, okay, well, we need an attorney to look over this. So we always have to go and get an attorney and, and um, you know, and pay them and, and whatnot. Whereas, you know, I just figured, you know, if I just, you know, become an attorney, I could handle a lot of these things that come up. So, you know, I kind of, I want to do uh, contracts for musicians when I get out of school and pass the bar. You know, I want to do a lot of negotiations and, and just kind of see where, where it takes me. You know, I'm, I'm not opposed to practicing law, you know, in a formal uh, sense. You know, I just think it's a good, you know, it's a good uh, knowledge to have just to understand the legal process behind a lot of things. So that, that's the that's the main plan. Ed, you're, you're killing me, man. We're about to see you in a courtroom, too. I don't think I don't think people are ready for it. Man. <laughs> I don't think people are ready for it. Man. <laughs> I know I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready. <laughs> Ed's got like the 18 revenue streams of his life. Not just not just music. <laughs> right. And he, he he hasn't even discussed the law game yet. That's, that's yeah. like a whole nother podcast to get that one. That one. <laughs> I, gems, people, right here. This this is the guy you want to be. He's going to be unleashing his book soon. He's going to be on a relationship paddle. And he's about to be in the courtroom. I don't... <laughs> I'm about to hit down on my, on my, on my computer switch right now. Because I think Ed should just take the show for himself right now. <laughs> gotcha. Well, hey, I wanted to ask you... Um... Yeah, since you're gonna be on the the relationship panel, yeah, I mean, kind of, kind of go through, you know, what it's been like, you know, trying to travel and things like that. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty tough, and uh, yeah, it, it it's tough, and you kind of have to pick and choose. It makes you really um, kind of know who you want to, you know, who you want to be with. You know, I've I've had you know <laughs> girlfriends that you know I've been with before. I left for tour and I'm on the road. And then, you know, when I'm on the road, I'm like, I really don't miss her at all. <laughs> you know, so, 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 so and, you know, it, it, it sounds, it sounds heartless, but you know, but it, it's the truth. And, and, uh, you know, and, and it's like, you know, so you, then you really figure out, you know, who you like and who you don't like, like who you really, really like and who you, and who you don't really, you know, have feelings for. So yeah, it is, it is tough. And especially, you know, like not like when I first started dating my girlfriend now, um, I actually met her when I was on the road, like a lot, you know, and like I was on the road, like constantly when I met her and, uh, and it, it worked. Like I actually like missed her, you know, like every day. And, and, you know, when I would get back, I would be happy to see her. And when I would leave, I'd be sad to see, like to not see her. So yeah, it's tough, but it's definitely, definitely doable. Okay. That's the gem. Is, is the girlfriend currently in Orlando with you right now or? Yeah. 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 She's in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. right close to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why y'all hollering over there? <laughs> I know um, you mentioned that you've been on the road a lot, and I think I'd be remiss to not even ask this question. But um, recently, ASAP Rocky and Tyler, the creator, announced that they're going to go on tour together. And you've actually had the pleasure of touring with ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Could you just explain to us how that was? And if you could just, you know, drop, drop us a little highlights from the tour, a little something, you know, insider access, if you don't mind. Um, (laughs) Well, (laughs) uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, and the cool thing about touring with those guys, you know, I I got into, you know, tour management with Earthman and Fire, obviously. And then um, touring with ASAP and them, you know, is is really cool because it's completely different. But it's just as just as awesome, you know. It's the organization of of how how those guys work is different and, and everything. But it's just as efficient, and uh, the work you know gets done. But I mean, some ah oh, man, you're gonna get me in trouble here. 
so, so man, don't you got don't you got a name, no name, just be like, hey man, this is you know incognito. Yeah, I mean I, I don't Take your time, I, I, man. Take your time, formulate your story, you know, get it to, get it straight. Uh, up, everything out. Uh, I know you're a lawyer, uh, so let's see. Let's see. I mean it's it's uh I think the best story I got. Best story I got that I can that I can say on here. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't I don't know because I, I don't I don't I don't want anything to I'll, I'll have to I'll have to I'll have to get back to you guys on that one. <laughs> I'll have to get back to you guys. Uh, on that. We were right there. We were trying to get ASAP to listen. <laughs> yeah, we were, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were right there. We got but, an plug. Nah, it's all good, man. Hey, <laughs> we we we. That's a good. That's a good tour person, though. He yeah. he held it down. It's like, man, yeah. I, I'm just job. I, I got my priority. Goes on, on the tour, stays on the tour. That's good. Yeah. How about this? How about this? How about this? Could you could you just give us something? That ASAP Rocky reads. I know you said a lot of them read books and stuff. So what what would be? A, have you seen him read like a magazine or something particular? How about that? That's pretty um, safe answer right there. That, that is a good question. I, I haven't actually seen the stuff that that he reads, um, but I know it's a lot of uh, he reads like some self help stuff. Um, you know, just like those books, like how to be like an influential person, stuff like that. Um, he'll read some novels, but primarily self help. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That's- that's great. I didn't expect that either from you know Asa Rocky to be reading stuff like that. So that's a nice yeah. connection we can uh yeah from that yeah. And then uh, last question for you: um, where do you where do you find your inspiration from? Um, I don't probably like I mean I would say from my from my parents, from my mom a lot too. You know she uh she's never you know she's always looking on at the next thing. You know she's always looking to do you know to just grow herself. You know, she's done a lot of cool stuff in life, but she's always looking for more. Um, so I would say I get a lot of inspiration from her, from my dad. My dad's the same way. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and I get inspiration from, like, you know, people from a lot of different um, different realms. I mean, like Tiger Woods, you know, obviously I don't idolize him for, you know, his uh, his shenanigans. <laughs> <Right>. but, <laughs> but, you know, but he's, you know, truly, a, you know, an inspirational person. Um, when you look at, you know, his drive to succeed in golf, you know, when he was, you know, on top, um, I like Muhammad Ali, you know, Barack Obama is a big inspiration of mine, not to get political on here, but he yeah, is. For sure. Um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I would say I get it from, get it from there. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. Well, Hey Ed, we, we appreciate the time you spent on the Educated Hustle podcast. One so much. Once again, you know, building fans, fame, and wealth, the 18 revenue streams of music. Go get yep. that as soon as, uh, you said summer, right? Summer is when you're... Yep, summer, just, yeah. Like, summer 2016, in case someone picks summer this up in, in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. And follow me on, you know, I'm on Twitter, uh, at Ed Wimp. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, all of that. So um, just follow me on there for, for any other updates as well. Please do. Please do. This yeah. is a phenomenal man, and we really appreciate you even taking the time out to talk to us. And of course, of course. Whew, I don't know about our listeners, but I gain just so much. Well, you good. still got well, seventeen left. People. Seventeen. <laughs> Look out for that. Still got seventeen left. <laughs> and I actually, I actually do run a uh, a blog off of my website edwimp.com, and uh, there's there's some gems on there if you guys want to pick some up. You know. Okay. So there's some gems there. So uh, of, of course, you know when you're when you're when you're in the middle of sleep, you're writing your blog as well. 
<laughs> no, no days off, no nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's all good, man. Well, thanks, guys. It's, it's been a blast. Definitely. Likewise. Thank you. There you have it, man. Um, I think I think I speak for both of us that we definitely got educated on that on the music front. Um, a lot of good insights. What What did you think, man? I mean, you know, it, it's it's always amazing when when you know coming into interview all the stuff that someone has done and that they're accomplished, and then when you just hear them talk, it just kind of opens up your eyes even more because i already knew mr went was accomplished but then hearing him just say everything you're just like wow like he, he's on the road he know he knows his stuff and that's always a great thing when you know i know if you as a viewer if you listen you had to be floored because we as interviewees or interviewers we were floored so yeah <laughs> yeah um and definitely a jack of all trades uh music consulting doing the law student um doing speaking engagements at different conferences and schools so i mean when when you meet a person like that and then you're on your end thinking man i can't even get you know one venture off this dude is doing like five six seven also got a blog on the side there's really there's really no reason for for anybody to feel like they can't get stuff done when you meet people like that getting five six seven extra ventures off so that really kind of inspired me to you know, get a move on starting in my own business and things like that. Whew, man, this is going to be the theme for this series and this show. This is going to be the theme. But hashtag no excuses, man. There really None. There really is not any. But, man, we could talk about this all day. But we already did talk about it, so we're not going to take <laughs> all your day. <laughs> but, yeah. hey, man, great show as always. If you want to reach out to us, this is how you can do it. We are on Twitter at educated underscore hustle. We are on Snapchat at educated hustle. That's all one word. We are on Instagram at educated hustle podcast. And if you want to tell us how the show was, give us some feedback, give us some advice, emotional comfort, whatever you want to give us. Hey, if you want to be a guest on a future episode, this is how you can do it. Email us at educated hustle podcast at gmail.com once again that is educated hustle podcast at gmail.com oh boy let me get my water man let me let me get my yeah, water local. you done done talking this it's it's a lot of work just speaking for 30 40 straight minutes but um yeah man i mean any entrepreneurs out there you know where you can find us any any three free thinkers you know people just doing their own thing or you know somebody who's crazy weird eccentric we'll take them all um and that's all i got to say man what what you what what else you got to say man i'm gonna leave it like this i hope y'all realize we're trying to do something great we're trying to give you something great so the greatest thing you can do for us is to listen appreciate give feedback rate review spread the word we're doing this for you and you only you don't want listening right now you're the reason why we're doing this. Don't let anything we say change that opinion. Hey. You. So please, man, go out, spread the word. It's educate a hustle. What what else would you rather be doing for 30 minutes? What else? 45. What else? Let that show just sit there for the next hour and come spend it with your boys. <laughs> yeah, man. Just stay educated and keep hustling.